This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, I'm joined now by Amanda Mills. Amanda is liaison librarian and uh, music and audiovisual curator with the Hocken. Been doing some really important work across all sorts of spheres, but in particular this year, 40th year of flying none the little record label out of Christchurch that made such an impact worldwide uh, well it's an important year for them and uh, there is a lot to share in terms of uh, treasures that the Hocken has uh, brought together and Amanda joins us on the line uh, joins us in the studio now Morena lovely to have you with us Amanda Morena Jeff thank you for having me I guess um, uh, for, for you your first association outside of even your work is a connection with the music right yeah yeah I mean I'm from Dunedin it's hard to it's hard to grow up in this place without knowing about the Dunedin scene and Flying Nun so um, yeah it's always been there but professionally I've been working with the collections not only at Hocken but in previous jobs and um, I was thinking back um, for this talk I'm giving tonight and professionally I started working with Flying Nun and met Roger in 2005 when I was working at Radio New Zealand in the music library so yeah it's it's gone back a a way. I'm I'm certain that that when the first bands uh, had their material released uh, on this label and they were doing their gigs around Dunedin, Christchurch and across the country as well, they probably didn't imagine a moment like this where um, there'd be a great deal of excitement about looking over some of the ephemera that was um, generated through that period, their wonderful artwork from their posters and um, their uh, recordings and so forth. Uh, but here we have it, and we do know um, that there are some you know, wonderful examples out there. So you know, in terms of when the Hocken started to generate this collection, you know, how far back will that have gone? Right back to the start, um, most libraries weren't collecting popular culture until about the, the mid to late 1970s. I mean, things would seep in, I mean, with the Hocken... Um, sheet music, for example, and some recordings, seeped in, uh, you know, would seep into the to the collection. But in nineteen in the late nineteen seventies, around nineteen seventy seven, uh, the institution started collecting popular culture. And in nineteen eighty, well, nineteen eighty one, when Flying Nun was established, we were collecting that material as it came out, and we were really lucky to have people working in the record stores who would very kindly put aside a poster for us. So that's why we've got a really good collection of original pressings from the time and it's a really strong collection well give us an idea of the range of items that you have well <laughs> where do i begin obviously there's the recordings i mean flying nun is now up to number even what is it six nine seven um we've got pretty much all of those recordings with a few exceptions uh we've got ephemera dating back to 1981 uh, gig tickets from the chills and the clean posters hundreds of posters we've got some artwork uh, we've got the original collage for the 10th anniversary um, uh, the the flying cherub with the one eye we were given that uh, a few years ago the original collage of that um, what else is there the zines we've got a lot of zines and the ephemera collection's amazing in its range and what's actually there and uh, in our archives, we've got the Expressway records, and we've got Graham Downs papers as well. And I'm um, always collecting, and we love our donors very much, and we're very grateful for everything they give us. Well, we'll talk a little bit in a moment about how some of that uh, is going to be shared with the rest of us. But uh, the first um, step along the way is a talk that you're giving this evening. It's titled uh, Needles and Plastic, 40 Years of Collecting Flying Nun at the Hocken. And that's at 5.45 this evening in the seminar room at the Hocken Library. Um, 
Well, given you know that you've indicated there is such a range of stuff, what are you going to focus your talk on? Um, it's really a journey throughout the entire collections. It's it's about collecting flying nun um, at the Hocken, uh, and I was really trying to figure out a way into it. And I thought the only way really to go through it and to make sure that everything was um, everything was talked about was to talk about everything. And yeah, I focus a wee bit on some collections. You know, things like the expressway papers or, or the posters or that kind of thing. Um, I focus a few bit on the recordings because that's what I look after. I look after the music. So, um, yeah, that's where, that's where my heart is. But um, I love everything to do with, the, with Flying Nun and, well, all music, all New Zealand music in the collections. It's such a valuable collection. And, and still very much a living collection, right? Yes, you mentioned the, yes. the label is still producing mm-hmm. uh, and... Uh, albeit through a lot of shifts and changes along mm. the way. Um, but is it also the case that you're still digging deep um, back into the past yes. uh, and, and, and tapping people on the shoulder and say, oh, we've heard you might have something like this? <laughs> yes, um, we, we um, are forever ever hunting. It's that thing of the thrill of the chase, really. Um, always finding, always hunting for things and finding them and... Um, yeah, again, very grateful for people who donate our material. One of the things that we do have is uh, we've got a lot of uh, photographs um, given, well, not a lot, but a fair amount of photographs uh, given to us by Nigel Yates, who was a, a photographer um, in the 80s. And he's, um, yeah, he's still around and he's been so generous with uh, the material. And of course, um, uh, they're kind of quote unquote real photos, of, t- of course, in those uh, very mm. early days. We weren't all walk- walking around with high quality cameras in our pockets. It was no. a different time in terms of capturing images from those periods. It's a, yeah, it's really, really different time. Um, I'm finding that with video. I've uh, just had some um, live performance video digitised, and I refer to it as inglorious non HD because that <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> Yes, sound and vision-wise, um, probably not the, the greatest for you're enjoying, but in terms of throwing you back into the moment, mm. that must be pretty special. Well, we've been really lucky. Um, some of them have been filmed very well, um, and they are pretty good. It's just you don't get that clarity, which we're all so used to now when we never return on TV, um, that that 4K HD um feeling is most certainly Well, dare I say it, uh, for the likes of Chris Knox and even Roger probably, that's entirely consistent with what Flying Nun's all about. And that's why we love it. It's such a great thing. And we have to remember that not everything was, you know, as glossy and clear as as it is now so it's uh, it's wonderful to have it it is is really good and you get some really amazing camera work in some of those videos I'm as sure. well yeah amanda um and a, a trite question probably to ask someone like you whose job it is to um to uh, to celebrate every item but you know are there some that you come across and go oh goodness i'm just so delighted we managed to get that uh, yeah, quite a lot. Um, early pressings like, you know, the Pin Group and the Gordons and um, obviously the Posters collection. That's that's an amazing document. Um, yeah, I have my personal favourites as everyone has their personal favourites. Um, yeah, I think the, the early... Th- the early items that are really hard to find now, I think I'm really, really thrilled that we have those. The Hawk has obviously established a good relationship with some of the key players I as well. So. I mean, the Martin Phillipses of this world, who you know, who as a you know, as we know, an avid collector himself, uh, the likes of Graham Downs have contributed so much uh, across a whole uh, range of works. 
um, and, and that's the, one of the nice things about being in a in a, a, a smallish city, right? You mm-hmm. you kind of know many of the people who were and are still the key players in Flying Nun. Yeah, um, really lucky to have established professional relationships with these um, wonderful musicians, uh, including yourself, Jeff. Oh. Just you know. Well, that is going back a way. <laughs> uh, Amanda's referring to board games, which was my first high school band, and the first band, of course, that Shane Carter was in. He's gone on to do great things. What did you find out about, about flying about uh, board games? Oh, um, well, what isn't there to find out about board games? There's just <laughs> I, so I take much. that as nothing, because <laughs> there was almost nothing. In fact, you know, interesting, interesting, you know, even, you know, a little fact here, of course, you know, board games re- recorded its EP retrospectively, you know, the band mm. had already split up, and that was, you know, again, a real interesting, interesting indication, because, you know, Roger Shepard, even at that point, was going... You know, there's an archival role here in mm. back capturing some of the beginnings of of some of the you know the movement towards this phase anyway of original music in the city because it's by no means the first phase of it. Um, so yeah, interesting, isn't it? The attitude of uh, of the label is one of the things that really marked uh, the material that came out of it. This this um, this freedom really to explore and to not. Uh, play and perform in, in music in some of the more conventional ways. I think so. Um, I think it's a really important, yeah, thing that it was celebrated um, the way it was. And as you were talking, I'm thinking about um, when the Ball Games EP was reissued a few years ago on the same day as the Dunedin Double, and I think that speaks volumes about board games that it was reissued at that time. It was quite an early reissue for Flying Nun, I seem to recall. And um, yeah, it was great that it was available because that's how I bought my copy mm. um, because I hadn't been able to find a copy beforehand and it still stands up. Well, there are many people um, collecting outside of the Hawkins collection. Mm-hmm. Of course, you'd be aware that, that many of the items that you've got are now attracting quite significant values on the market, some of those first pressings in particular. They most certainly are. Taking some big numbers. Quite eye-watering sometimes. Yeah. All right, so we get this opportunity to hear from you, Amanda, this evening uh, about about the collection and uh, to give people a real taste of it. I'm sure it'll be a fascinating talk. <clears throat> Needles and Plastic, 40 years of collecting Flying Nun at the Hocken, 5.45 to around about 6.30 at the seminar room at the Hocken Library. Uh, do get along there. That's... Free and open to everyone, yes, Amanda? absolutely free. Please come along. We'd love to see you there. So uh, once we've had a chance to digest uh, your experience of this collection, putting it together, and your reflections on the 40 years, uh, when do we get to share with some of these wonderful items you've been talking about? Well, I'm planning on having a few out tonight. Um, but in November, we are putting on a big 40th anniversary exhibition of Flying Nun in the Hawkins Art Gallery. Um, we are just celebrating 40 years of Flying Nun in Dunedin. Uh, and we are very much looking forward to getting a whole range of material out and displaying it for people. And there's some wonderful private loans coming in. Um, yeah, people are very being very generous and offering us material for the exhibition. Can't period. wait for that. That's going to be fantastic later in the year. Uh, Amanda, thanks so much for taking some time to join us on the Awesome Morning Show. Of course, uh, uh, co-host of Misadventures and Sound here on yes. Orifem as well, Amanda. <laughs> um, and all the best for tonight's presentation. Thank you very much, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.